0: This is A.J. Mason, host of The Deliverance Hour, broadcasting live each week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear all things deliverance, from demonology to everyday bad habits. We're discussing and dissecting all of it, and you can join. So be sure to log on each week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch The Deliverance Hour. It's going to be good. On Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Jump in. There's a Hi, hello. What's Oh. I thought you were oh inside. My I can't keep to myself.
1: A holler stir it up from the depths of my soul. So, excuse me if I seem a little giddy or maybe even strange but praise is the way i say things <sighs> sometimes i just get so bubbly on the inside i just want to holler it out come on there's a
0: A, a good evening, everyone. It is your favorite hour, the deliverance hour. It's me, your host, AJ Mason. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sorry, sorry, guys. I'm I just got home, um, and so I'm kind of all over the place, but we're gonna be all right because you know that's what we do <laughs> so, uh. I am doing my setup stuff. Like I'm literally like I'm trying to do everything now, but we're gonna be alright. Um when you guys to get your Bibles, we're gonna be coming from Romans tonight. Um uh, uh Romans. Uh and we're gonna be coming from Romans six. I guess I'll get y'all set up. Romans six, and we're gonna be doing twenty through twenty-three. So I want you guys to all just get your bibles and stuff together how y'all doing hopefully y'all doing good because i see me i'm over here struggling struggling like a mother we're gonna get through this y'all give me uh we're gonna get this together hold on y'all i gotta like i said i gotta get my get my life <laughs> i gotta get my life right now y'all because bye. I literally uh, came home, um, and and um, because I had some medical stuff going on, I had to go and get some tests and stuff done. So I just got home, and I was like, my kids like, mommy. I'm like, hey, I gotta go. I gotta get to my show. I gotta get to my show. So. Uh so I am setting everything up. So I try I try to get on here on time for you guys cuz I know some people be like messaging me like where are you at? Where are you? Uh and so um I try to get on and be on here on time but sometimes like y'all know me I'll be running behind. People that know me personally know I'm late for everything. <laughs> I'm late for everything. Baby, I, I I intend on being late for my funeral. That's the plan. I don't even want to be late. I, I gotta be cause I mean I might as well keep it going, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh I wanna uh <laughs> so yeah, my plan is to uh to be late for that as well. But uh y'all, y'all know me. But I thank everybody that's here right now on the show that's tuning in. Uh I'm trying to get back to my page so I can Follow the Facebook stuff. Uh, what we at? Okay, all right. I'm gonna sit this up here. Okay, people. So, all right. Focus. All right. Um, I'm I'm, I'm here, y'all. I'm, I'm I'm focused now. Um, hello, hello. We on tonight? Um, I'm gonna talk about sin and um that's coming from it's i was having a conversation with god in the car cuz that's usually when i have either the restroom or in the car i'm i'm going to be doing my my talks with i have my my personal time with god um uh, like the time where i can just kind of like talk get stuff off my chest and really just kind of feel close it's kind of it's like our personal time this me and god's little time where you know no husband no kids it's just me and god kind of just chilling and talking and it's not anything you know it's it's not any um distractions or anything it's just us and we are you know, just having our time and I'm kind of get stuff off my chest. And so it was a conversation, this conversation I was having. And it's like, I wonder if people some people are so intimidated to to talk to God and tell him, God, I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm hurt. I'm this, I'm that and be just kind of like really vulnerable and just like having a conversation with their dad or having a conversation with a friend. They don't really even look at it like that. they kind of like, nah, I got to go in this. And I got to do that. And I got to do this. And not understanding that God really wants their personal relationship with us. Like he wants us to um, come to him and just be like, just feel our, feel our goods. And the thing that the thing the Holy Spirit gave me was it's kind of like, like I always say being a mother really does help me really 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 does help me understand god on a whole nother level like being a mom i'm able to really understand like seeing god knowing god you know like seeing god for just just being a father like you ever had a time i don't know i would say people that have kids you have a time where you just want your kids to just be forthcoming. Like I just need them to just tell me or talk to me or it just ask me for it. And you, are you really, you have it ready for them. You already want, you know, you're like I, I, I know this. My, I know my child needs this thing or wants this thing. But I'm away for them to come to me and just kind of be honest with me or open with me and have a dialect with me. And we have it like you know we're there to so where they ask me for this thing. And it's like I see that with God. I know a lot of people are like, well, God already knows and this, you know, and yeah, he does. He he knows. But he also wants us to be, he wants us to trust him enough to where we go to him with stuff. That we're not just coming to him asking him to ask him for stuff, but we're saying, Lord, I'm afraid. I'm worried. I'm worried this not, I'm this bill not gonna get. I'm worried that these test results are not going to come back great. I'm scared um, that, you know, my family member won't get saved. Whatever the issue is, my my car ain't going to start when I go out there and crank it up. <laughs> Whatever the issue is. And and instead of God really wants us to be the type of people that where we go to him and we are, we we just, even if it's, it seems minuscule, it seems like this minor guy I don't care about this. He does. So the thing that the Holy Spirit was putting on my heart was. God already knows us. He does. He knows our bare, he knows our nakedness. That's what the Holy Spirit said. God already knows your nakedness. And when we think naked, we think bare, vulnerable. And that's the word the Holy Spirit used. He said, God already knows your nakedness. He knows your spiritual nakedness. He knows your emotional nakedness, your physical nakedness, your mental nakedness. God already knows your nakedness. So he just wants us to be like, you know, like he wants us to trust him. He wants us to trust him and say, I don't like my y'all, um, and say, <laughs> "Um, hey, daddy. Hey, God. Well, don't say daddy because I heard this weird. Uh, Hey, father, God, I'm in this. Even if it's if it's just I feel angry because I get to that point where I have times where I'm feeling an emotion and. I'm I don't know how I'm trying to figure out why am I feeling it most and I'm trying to sort it out. And I, I literally say, OK, you know what? All right, cool. I, I know what I need to do. And it's like I feel the Holy Spirit like kind of tugging at me like, why don't you just give it to God? Why don't you talk to God about it? Why don't you, you know, go to God with it? And I usually sometimes have to sit down like I say in the bathroom. because <laughs> I got kids, y'all. I can't. I, if I'm in my room, my kids in my room. If I'm in the living room. My kids in the living room. I can't go nowhere. So sometimes. I get a few minutes in the restroom by myself. So I go in, <laughs> I go in the bathroom and I'm like, God, I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling afraid. I'm feeling, I'm feeling confused. I'm feeling heavy, whatever it is. I'll be like, God, I don't understand what's wrong. Like, why am I feeling like this? Why do I feel fearful? Why do I feel that's, You know, you don't give us a spirit of fear why am I feeling this way? I, I really want to understand like what's wrong. What, why am I feeling like this? And I have, a, have to have a sit down to talk with God and like pour myself out to him. Like I feel all these things and usually what happens, things start to unravel and I start to kind of get to the root of the emotion. So at that point, I'm like, by the time I'm done, you know, my, my bum is numb uh, sitting on the, on the, on the, on the can't, on the toilet. But, i've kind of got to the root of the issue i've gotten to a place to where i'm able to where i've talked it out with god and the holy spirit has came and it's kind of comforted me well sometimes sometimes i just want a hug from the holy spirit like i literally have times where, i'm like holy spirit i just need you to come i just need you to hold me i just need you to like just hold me and i know this 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 whole session was supposed to be about sin we'll get there but y'all give me a moment because i literally me and holy spirit was literally having this conversation in the car So clearly he wants me to have with y'all. So he wants to, he wants to put it out there because there's probably someone who needs to understand how simple and easy it is to just ask God for help. Even if it's just mental help, even if it's just emotional help, it's that simple. God wants you to know that it could be as simple as God, hold me. I need you Holy Spirit. I literally have had been going through breakdown. Like I've been stressed and I've been like, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. I need you and I need you to hold me. I need you to come for me. Give me. I need some strength right now. Holy Spirit, like I've been in it. I have been in that state and the Holy Spirit has came through. So please do not do not feel the need to think that there has to be some kind of extra stuff. Just just talk to him. Just talk to him. Just ask him, Lord, I need you. I need, and not in the sense of ooh, let me win this lottery ticket," <laughs> but if you if you are in distress, he the Holy Spirit will the, the Holy Spirit is a comforter. He will come. He will come through. He will intercede for you, and all, all of that. That's all in His Word, and and He will do that. I know I'm a I'm a I can attest to it. Um, but and in that, so okay, so the rabbit hole that me and the Holy Spirit went down, the, the rabbit hole that I was the was we are vulnerable with God. And it came to the question, of because I've heard the question, well, if God loves us so much, not loves us so much, but why would God allow bad things to happen? And this is what. This is the answer. One of the answer that from my understanding. We sin and sin or. Let's scratch that. Let's go. Let's, let's go a little further back. Bad stuff happens. Now, me personally, I feel like bad stuff happened because two things. It's spiritual, maybe an attack, something like that, spiritual, or it's consequences. This is because if when I sit back and I think about my life, my sin has caused consequences, or my sin has caused attacks. Or at least I was attacked and it caused me to sin. Or whatever. But they're all hand in hand. They go together. So I feel like and so what it is, what comes with that is free will. So many people don't. They love free will. They love being able to choose and pick and choose how they want to do and live their life. But there's a responsibility that comes with being having free will. You have a responsibility to your free will when you make. So when you choose to make a choice, when you choose and make a choice there's consequences to that choice, good or bad. So sin is a consequence. Sin is a is a choice, and you have to pay consequence for it. If you choose to sleep with somebody and you're not married, that's a choice, and it's a sin. If you choose to fornicate, if you choose to commit adultery, if you can choose to murder someone, if you choose to lie, steal, cheat, that's a sin that you chose because you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to, you know fornicate. You didn't have to commit adultery. You didn't have to lie. You didn't have to steal that thing. So due to the choices, there are consequences for the sin. Now, sometimes the sin, the choice you made was, you know, kind of invoked by a negative spirit, the devil, the enemy. Sometimes, sometimes there's flesh and it's choosing to do things and there's consequences. And God speaks all throughout the Bible about sin again tonight I didn't really not get a chance to really like today was crazy um to sit down and 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 get in and get into because i I could put like a million different uh, I could put a bunch of different um scriptures on sin, but we're gonna do Romans because that's the that's kind of one of the ones that I know for sure for sure so uh romans six i'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read Go inside worry right quick. I like my Bible, but I like some of the other ones so I might I may pull up another version. In fact, I am I'll pull up a different version of my Romans 6. Um. But we're going to do we're doing 20. Um, I want to do 20 through 23. So, and I'm going to find another version. Uh, just because sometimes the other versions can kind of word it in a way. Uh, I know, you know, King James is gold and that's, you know, but sometimes it's it's, it's okay to hear it in a different way to understand it, to, to ingest it. So that way you can really kind of get something out of it. Um, uh, NIV, let's try this one. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. But now, apart from the law, we, the righteous of God has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fallen short of the, of the glory of God. So hold up let me go to let me go to uh, new king new king this is my normal bible Therefore by the deeds of the law no flesh will be justified in his sight for by the law is the knowledge of sin is the the knowledge of sin but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed being witnessed by the law and the prophets even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and all and on all who believe, for there is no difference for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So they're saying the same thing. We <clears throat> we all we all sin. The difference is once you have become a new creature in Christ, you have to start trying to choose not to sin. Because you're going to sin because it's just we're in the flesh. The flesh is it just what it is. It's it's a whole cesspool of sin. So it's going to always want and push and force. And the world that we live in is basically created to, to cater to sin. So not only do we have our flesh to contend with, but we are living in a world where sin is by far welcomed. You know, it's like... <sighs> Sin is like wanted and everybody sin is what is what everybody is like. It's what the flesh thrives on. The flesh thrives on sin. So we have to choose because God's like, we've all fallen short. So at some point you have to basically, you're in Christ, you're a new creature. And that is definitely that second Corinthians 517 where you, you know, and you know, I'm a new creation in Christ. So in that you have to kind of set yourself apart and choose not to sin. And the hard part about that is, because like I said, we're surrounded by sin. We're surrounded by the convenience of sin because sin is accepted by the world. The world is cool with sin. The world is like, shoo, sin it up, boo. I'm good on that. Yeah, it accepts it in every which way or form that you want to give it and present it and take it. So we have to... As Christians, as as we're walking with Christ, have to understand that at the end of the day, it's a choice, and you can choose to say that I want to live in a, you know, I want to do what's comfortable, and I want to be, you know, want, I want my flesh to be comfortable, or you can say I'm. It's you. It's the hard part. It's not going to be easy. You know, the 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 road is narrow. So. It's the hard part, but it is definitely the best road. And I think we'll after this break, we'll go delve a little bit more into that about basically sin and how it affects our everyday life. So we're gonna get back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do. I want to find a couple more scriptures about sin because I want I don't I want you guys to be encouraged. I don't want you to think that all is lost. We're all doomed to hell because we sin. Because we know that's not true. So there's hope we sin, but there's hope. So after this break, we'll come back and we're going to get right back into it. All right. I'll see y'all in a few.
1: Me, purpose my provider And when my enemies around me, got me tied up When they throw me in the pit, inside the fire You are yeah. my God and my King and my Father Light to my path in the darkness Hoping my heart when they heartless is falling You reach out and call us You're the lover of my soul, love is flawless They don't want to spend my daughters keeping me high, I know they go low Cause me, I know, I know they solo Cause my and my party It's a man, I need go You are
0: All right, all right we are back and we are talking about sin and and then then all of that thereof um today so i just ha, i just came across this <laughs> james 1 12 and 12 through 15 you want to hear Here you go <laughs> all right it says blessed is the man who endures temptation for when he has been reproved, for when he has been approved." He will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is drawn each but each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when desires has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin when it is full grown brings forth death. Boy. And there you have it. Ha! God say, ain't in it. And when you choose to commit sin, when you because this is a this is this is what it is. Hold on, y'all. Drink some of my lemonade. My frosted lemonade by little Chick-fil-A. When you When you get an unction, because this is the thing, you're going to have desires, you're going to have stuff. He understands that because we are in this flesh, because of the Eve, the fruit, all of that. So there we're here. So we're here. We have what we have. But when you get a notion, when you get a unction, a desire, a tingle, a a, a tickle, a itch to do something that is a sin. And you act on it, so basically it's like, this is the thing. The desire itself is not necessarily the sin. It's when you act upon it. So when you choose to say, ooh, that girl look good. And then you act upon it, you act upon that notion, you act upon that desire, then it becomes sin. And then God says, the wages of sin is death. And he said it again right here. He said, it in, he said it in Romans. And he literally said it again right here. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. So the consequence, so we go back to that. The consequence is, hey, if you choose because you have the responsibility of, 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 of a free will, you have the responsibility of free will and unfortunately no you know we kind of don't get taught this that hey yes you get to choose but there's a responsibility that comes with it so you can choose to do what you want to do but you have to Pay the responsible You have to pay the consequences for that choice. What we have to do is learn how to decipher what it is that's happening. Okay, so am I able to? Am I in a position to where I can? Cho- I can keep this from happening. If can I choose to not act upon this feeling? Because if it's glutton, if it's lust, if it's anger. Once you choose to act upon it, you can be angry. You can be lustful. You can think she's beautiful. You can think he's fine. You can want four more cheeseburgers. But what happens is when you start to act upon it, it starts to conceive the sin, which then is going to basically equal death. And people, you may not fall out dead right then. What you feel, Just like Eve, who was when the serpent told her, you're not going to die. God told you you will surely die. He didn't say you're going to surely die instantly. He didn't give a time frame. He just said you're you're going to die. It's the same thing with that. You're going to die. You may not die instantly, but there will be a consequence for your action. So don't feel like you cannot continue to live in sin and think that there won't be consequences. You cho- if you choose to sin and you choose to continue to sin and if your spirit is and usually usually your spirit is telling you this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. You'll feel bad about it. You'll be uncomfortable. You feel bad. You feel dirty afterwards. All these different things. I remember when I was really out there. Ah, I remember my life of, 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 of not doing stuff that God was pleasing to God. I remember I would do stuff. I had no business. And then I'd be feeling bad and I'd be like, God, I'm so sorry. And that was my conviction right there that was my conviction that was the holy spirit telling me that like, audrey you shouldn't be doing this you need to stop and i still was doing stuff and i shouldn't have been but i would have that conviction of i feel dirty i feel wrong Or i y'all i even had to i would be repenting afterwards i'd be like i'll be driving home and i'd be like god i shouldn't have done that that was so wrong lord god forgive me and god i mean and at some you know at some point god's like I'm not going to keep, <laughs> you keep doing it. You know, you're wrong. And that's where we mess up. I feel like a lot of my heartache, a lot of my issues was God trying. He allowed it to happen because he was trying to get me to see the error of my sins. And if somebody, I pray somebody watching right now, where you trying to figure out why stuff falling apart? Why is this not working out? And you want to know why? Because God is trying to get you to see the error of your ways. God is trying to get you to understand that, hey, I'm trying to get your attention. This is a low. This is a road to destruction. This is a road to death. I, it, it might be, and you know, when I I know sometimes my 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 messages and my my little talks and stuff seem really fire and brimstoneish. <laughs> I was raised by a fire and brimstone, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> My dad, is a, my dad is a very much fire brimstone preacher and he believes in the revelations and he believes that we got to get right church. And so and I feel like sometimes the Holy Spirit, because I can understand it and because of how I see things spiritually, I know the Holy Spirit unctions me to, to, to make you guys aware. Because what's happening is the world is allowing us to soften the blow of sin. It's trying to make seem like, oh, yeah, you made a mistake. It's fine. But then you keep making a mistake. Like i like me, God had to break me down. God had to break me down to get me to the place to where it's like, Audrey, you know, you are losing. And I had to I had to literally sit back and be like, why do I why do I always feel heavy? Why do I feel this? I had to go through all these. I went through all these different avenues before I got back to God. I've been in church since I was since I was five. I accepted Jesus Christ when I was five years old. I got baptized. I got saved. The difference between me and most five-year-olds, I understood exactly what was going on. This is this is my part of my testimony. I, I accepted Jesus Christ when I was five years old. And you know how they say, Oh, you do it, it's cute, you, you know, you ain't the age accountable. The difference between me and most little kids, I knew exactly what was going on. I understood the commitment that I was making to Christ at five years old. And I took it seriously as a child. But teenagers crept in start getting serious when I got when I got 18 whoop, that was it so and I had to and I and I know I, I think now I'm like oh man I wish I hadn't done this but god was like I need you had to go through that because there's a there's a journey which we talked about this last week there's a journey that everyone has and I know you feel like you should have went this way and maybe you could have went that way but then it would have made it got you here. Maybe it would have, but no telling what you would have went through to get there. Get get there. And I'm thankful because, granted, I am not, I don't know, I guess the world's measure of perfect and wonderful and got it everything. And, you know, but God has given me, yeah, God has given me so much wisdom. And I don't normally say that. I never admit that out loud. I know a lot. And when I say I know a lot it's, it's real heavy and spiritual because I see it in a real, you know, in a spiritual way. Like, even when I'm watching TV and stuff now, I see stuff more spiritually. And when I'm watching things, listening to music, like when I'm seeing stuff on TV, commercials, movies, it's like, and this is now, I mean, when I was younger, I guess I didn't realize what was, I was doing it. But now so, and so being able to, to actually see it, see it and understand, okay, oh, that's what it is. Because there was a time where I didn't know what I was looking at. I didn't know what I didn't understand. And the world basically is trying to cover that up for y'all. So back to the point where I was getting to, it's, it's so easy to sin. And it's so, and it's so easy to feel like it's okay. And God wants us to understand that it's not okay. Some people think, oh, if I don't murder somebody and I don't steal and I don't do evil stuff, if I'm a good person, but, you know, I'm a good person. I do nice things for people. I give homeless people a dollar and, you know, I hold the door open for old people and this, that, and the third, you know, but they are all, but they got all this stuff. One, they haven't accepted the Lord, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as a savior. That's one thing you have to, there's on God says the only way to me is through his son. He said on the way through, well, Jesus said on the way to his father is through him. So that's firstly. But main, But then secondly, it's like a lot of people have the preconce- preconceived notion that if I'm a good person, I'm not sinning. You know, and or if, you know, but then there's a lot of sins that people don't, they kind of, kind of don't, oh, that's not that big of a deal. And they do it like gossiping and like lying and fornicating. Well, not lying and fornicating. Those are big, some big ones, but uh Unforgiveness—that's the one. Oh man, do you understand that holding unforgiveness in your heart is a sin? Don't worry, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. That is a sin, boo. So you might be perfect <clears throat> to yourself, but you still hate your your, your cousin from from nineteen ninety-eight. When by you know. 99, 2000, somewhere up in there. Over some stuff. Or you mad at your mama, or your auntie, or your brother, or your cousin. You unforgive. You You got unforgiveness. You heartbeat unforgiving- unforgiveness over something that somebody else said. This, that. And a lot of people don't really. They are really flippant about unforgiveness. They're so flippant about it. They literally are like. Well, you know, I'm fool with her, I don't, you know, and it's like they haven't dealt with the pain. And so harboring that unforgiveness and everything is a sin. It's a sin. Just saying. And there's so many other little sins like that that people commit that they do regularly and don't think anything of it. And they don't realize that they're choosing to do it. So really realize, think about the things that you do on a daily basis, whether you gossiping whether you are, you know, not backbiting, but I mean, even back, I mean, certain little things, certain things about your conversations that you're having that are ungodly. I mean, things you're ingesting, like it's so many sins that that are committed, things that we're doing against God, and we're not even thinking about it. Um, I want I'm gonna go on another break, and when we come back, we're gonna wrap it up for the night because it's getting late, and um. We'll go ahead and just wrap up the, the the scene conversation. Um, thank you guys, and we'll be right right back.
1: Everybody working real hard. Yeah. From Wall Street to the small town, Baba, everybody in the dark place. Yeah. Crying tears like a river run. No umbrella in your car in the red. Running low on faith, I get an amen This is where my life is coming at ya
0: Hey, we're back. We have been talking about sin and all that thereof. Um, And I came from Romans 6, 20 through 23, James 1, 12 through 15. Uh, We're going to wrap it up here. So and, and I'm I was just reading something It says sin is rebellion against God, be it words, deeds or desires. So that's in a nutshell. That's what it is. When you are when you are rebelling against God, when you're going against God's word, will and way, when you are doing something that is against his morals, his stature, that's sin. And I've always thought and felt this. God really don't be asking us to do nothing that ain't know. Like, it's just hard. It's because it's against our flesh, like God never is asking us to do stuff like Hey, I want y'all to go, sacri- I mean, well, he had people sacrificing goats and stuff. But, and, you know, he did that thing. You remember that time with Abraham? But he didn't actually let him go through with it. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? He was just trying to test him. But I don't think God ever actually had somebody sacrifice the actual child. But anyway, we're not going to go. You know what I'm saying? But, anywho, I digress. God never really have us ask, ask us to do anything that's really like, so, so detrimental and hard, we just don't be want to do the right thing. That's really the problem. The problem is people want to be bad. People want, you know, they don't. They want to do what's convenient. They don't really care if it's the right thing to do. Or and then the other issue is they don't trust God to know that if He's asking us to do something, if He's saying, "Hey, this isn't good for you," that it's a bigger picture. the The issue is the lack of trust of God, and that's why people. I mean, really, my people choose to sin. They just don't want to be accountable. And then they also just don't want to do anything that isn't easy, that isn't, you know, comfortable. Because a lot of stuff that God has to do, it's it's, it's opposing to our flesh. You know, it's, it's opposing to our flesh. So the world has evolved and conformed and become this place, the cesspool of sin and, you know, and just... A lot of bad and it definitely caters to our flesh think about fast food restaurants think about all the different things that we have at our fingertips I mean the internet I mean it's so much sin is so easy and so accepted widely accepted everywhere that we want we don't want to to be to do what God because what God is saying is against all of that and nobody wants to do that everybody wants to do what's What's good for their body? What feels good to their body? What feels good to their tummy? What makes them feel good as a person? What lifts them up? What gives them, elevates them? What makes You know, and no one's really caring about God and what he wants and what's really the bigger picture. Even though he knows better than we do, we don't know that did them to squat. But at the end of the day, nobody wants to listen to him. Nobody wants to take him seriously. Nobody wants to understand that if he's saying it, it is for a reason and it's not for our detriment it's definitely you know for our good but hey and we and i myself am just as guilty as probably all the rest of us uh on of that I, i'm pretty sure i am and what we have to do right now today is start holding ourselves accountable we have to start telling ourselves okay person me <laughs> Is this something that, like, is this even something that guys okay with? If I'm making this choice, if I'm doing this thing, at the end of the day, I'm getting this instant gratification now. But what will it cost me? Somebody I listen to that I admire a lot, she says, before you do a thing, count the cost. And I I have I have started to tell myself that I've started to ask myself that question. I started to reevaluate my choices before I do a thing. Let me count the cost. What will this cost me spiritually? What would this cost me emotionally, physically, even financially? What would this thing? cost? But she when she says that she's speaking more so about the spiritual, the spiritual. The, what would it cost my soul? What would it cost my morals? What would it cost my integrity? That's what she said. When she's saying that, that's what she means. Before you do a thing, count the cost. Before you sleep with that woman or that man, count the cost. Yeah, man. I'm. I want to talk about sexual immorality. I'm gonna get in. Yeah, because I know I'm an expert. Sexual immorality. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm a queen. I believe me. I'm. I'm, I'm on the board. i I was on the board of directors of the sexual immorality. <laughs> but uh. <laughs> But we'll get into that. I, that's something else I want to get into because a lot of young people, especially myself, growing up in the Baptist church, they didn't talk about that, but about why we shouldn't be fornicating. But I digress. But anywho, this has been a blessed week. I thank you all guys for joining in. Uh, last week, I did really good. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody hacked my page and thought I was somebody I wasn't. And I had a lot of I had a lot of activity last week. This week, it looks like it's not as, as crunk as it was last week. But praise God. For the ones that did listen, I pray someone heard something that I said that when they needed it. And same thing, even every week, anytime, every time I come on here, I'm I'm always praying that there's a word that someone hears that God wanted He used me to give them a word. So you all be blessed. Um, you know, think about the stuff. That we, think about when you go to sin or whatever. Ask for repentance. That's, you can do that. God will forgive y'all. I know he, sometimes you feel like he won't because we feel like we always messing up, but he will. So if you finish, when you, the rest of this week, this weekend, especially you not know, be y'all be turned up on the weekend. Uh, So, <laughs> so if you, you go out this weekend, the rest of the day, the rest of your day, the rest of your evening, tomorrow. And all that when you feel sin creeping in for this anger, it's not the feeling, it's the action. So if you feel yourself getting mad, don't act on, don't hit nobody side of the head, don't run nobody over, don't shoot nobody, you know, whatever it is. If you feel lusty, chill yourself out, you know what I'm saying, unless you're married. So um, I just want, I just pray to my, I pray to you, Lord God, that someone, the words of the, the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. And I pray you anoint this word to be, to be, to on ears that are, that are willing and hungry to hear. And, Lord God, I just pray for everyone listening that you bless bless them today, bless them tonight, bless the rest of their week and their weekend. Lord God, you watch over them until we meet again next Thursday at 8 p.m. right here on Fishbowl Studios uh, Network. Y'all be blessed. And, as always, shalom, shalom.
1: Me. Scared I might fall crazy like tripping over my own feet. What would I do if the Lord took His arms from around me? I'd succumb to the grips of the unknown. But I know I'm not supposed to feel this way. I know that I'm supposed to. Try